The Masters Animal Health Segment, brought to you by NS Vets. Adding value through practical advice and service. No gimmicks, no potions, total vet care. Andrew Cock for Familius Vets joins us on the muster as the team Familius Vets are on every couple of weeks. Andrew, good afternoon, Merry Christmas and all that. Good afternoon, Andy. Merry Christmas to you too. How's everything been in the lead up to next week? Uh, steady, actually. We've we, December's typically a quieter month for for us in the vet game, but we have certainly been steady. And um, you had a good afternoon or or lunch sort of time yesterday. We had a, a barbecue for some clients, and and we had Santa and to take some photos. So it was nice to see a whole lot of people come through the doors and and see some photos or get some photos for Santa. Yeah, I've seen those photos on Facebook this morning and all the pets involved with the kids. It's quite hard case, say. It is. We've had some interesting pets over the years. Nothing nothing too um, out of the box yesterday, but we've had goats and horses in the clinic for photos with Santa in the past. So, yeah, it's quite a funny time of year. Have you had a pet turtle yet come in? No turtle. We had a rabbit yesterday, which is probably about as exotic as it got, <laughs> otherwise just dogs and cats. Pre-testing on farm at the moment, how's things been? Yeah, we've started some early pregnancy testing, so some some HEPA testing to um, to check AI takes, and um, it's been quite pleasing, actually. We've had yeah, a couple of farms in the mid-60s, which is, is very good for um, synchronised HEPAs to AI, so that was good to see, and hopefully that's um, a sign of, of good things to come when we get into some cow scanning. We have done a little bit of cow scanning, just checking for phantom pregnancies, so... The phantom cows are cows that um, cycled in the, you know, cycled early on and haven't come back on heat. So the assumption would be that they are pregnant. But we get to pregnancy testing in January, February, and find that in fact they're they're empty despite not coming back on heat. So the idea is we we find them early and we can do something about it. So we did a few farms um, for phantom scanning and found that they had around that three percent, which is quite normal, um, of phantom cows that were in fact. Um, empty despite not coming back on heat so we we yeah we give them some drugs to make them come back on and hopefully get pregnant before the end of mating you're talking about phantom pregnancies where did a dog have a phantom pregnancy it was crazy yep we see phantoms in dogs and we can sometimes see it in, in, in other species too inc- including horses so um it's a wee bit of a weird one especially when you've got a dog that starts looks appears to be lactating despite not having um seen it seen a dog or, or been mated and um, it's just one of those weird things that happen sometimes with with hormones yeah it was one of the craziest things i've seen bulls are out at the moment as well especially for the beefy guys yeah so all the bulls should be out and so it's just really a quick reminder i think we've mentioned it in the past but to be making sure people are keeping an eye on their bulls certainly um bulls that get lame or get injured are much less likely to be doing the job they're out there to do and the end result of that can be empty cows come scanning so being proactive and, and taking the time to make sure bulls are, are doing doing what they're meant to be doing and, and taking steps to replace them if they are injured or not, not achieving the job that they're set out to do. So just make sure that people um, take the time, especially over this break period, it can be easy to forget to do that, but um, make sure that bulls are doing what they're meant to be doing. All the beef cattle that I've seen looking really good, Nick, too, just around the province. Yeah, I think in general stock are in reasonable condition. Um, We've had a wee bit of rain this last couple of days, which is, is going to make sure that hopefully pasture keeps growing. It had certainly slowed down there for a little bit, but hopefully we'll um, yeah, keep, keep stock growing and, and, and young stock are going to be hopefully heading away to the works in the new year. A lot of weaning happening over the last couple of weeks and con- continuing as well, Andrew. How's that been from your perspective? Yeah, generally OK. Talking to a few farmers, they're getting lambs away. Um, 
just I think the main thing to be wary of again, as we talked a lot about on the muster, is is the drench resistance issue. Um, we're certainly seeing more and more. And again, just a quick reminder for people to be considering a drench check as they drench these lambs and making sure that that drench is working. Yeah, it's a relevant one. We've talked about it a lot over the last month, six weeks or so, but we can't kind of ignore it either, can we? No, we can't. And the wheels are falling off. And um, we certainly don't want to have a head in the sand. If we can, if we know about it, we can do something about it. Um, so I think, I think, and I think that message is slowly getting through. People are, we are seeing more and more people testing their drenches. Any sign of fly strike so far that has been a concern? Yeah, that's a good one to bring up too, actually. Um, not a whole lot, but we've I've certainly talked to farmers this morning even that are, are dipping lambs before Christmas. Just a, a lot of it's just for that peace of mind. But the, the other most important thing there is just, you know, if we get in early and we can use a product that only needs to prevent rather than treat, it's a lot cheaper. Um, and we saw the damage that fly did last summer. So I haven't heard of too many fly strike use yet, um, but it's worth considering treating those at-risk groups, which are typically... You know, your lambs and your tutus are probably the two most commonly ones. Because we're having to look at, to adapt to fly strike as well, just being part of the January cycle. Do you see a few people starting to shear lambs pre-New pre Year now, purely for that fact? Because if the wool pull on there is enough, if they're going to get enough wool off the animal, then it kind of makes sense in a way, doesn't it? It can do for animal health purposes reasons. Um, obviously we're not being we're not being paid well enough for a while to make it probably justified but certainly from an animal health point of view it, it can be worthwhile. Not too many doing it that I'm aware of yet uh, this early but yeah. there are people that are bringing it forward into January that have previously uh, shorn lambs in, in, in February. Yeah absolutely because last year was an absolute nightmare of a situation and as well dogs, um, man's best friend a woman's best friend as well. We've got to look after our mates when we're out there in the paddocks and when it gets hot for the stock if you're hot chances are then moggies are hot as well. Absolutely so this is coming into their busy period with weaning musters and the like and chasing lambs around and we did see a couple of dogs through our clinic this week with heat stroke Heat stroke is quite deadly, um, so it's just a reminder that, again, prevention is better than treatment if we can be making sure that these dogs have got a chance to have a break, to, to jump into a water trough and, and drink some water and, and, and get wet and if they're getting hot and, and some shade as well. So just to keep in the back of your mind, especially if you're doing big musters um, and dogs are doing a lot of work, that they, they get a chance to, to cool off and, and to keep a, a close eye on them because if we are seeing signs of heat stroke, it is an emergency and they do need to get to the vet clinic and get cooled down as quickly as possible. Might sound a bit ridiculous, but the biggest symptom of heap stroke, I suppose, is a dog lying down on its side, just panting at a million miles an hour, just not looking very comfortable, I suppose. Yeah, more or less sort of uncontrolled panting. So panting that's that's not um, slowing down, that they're not, they haven't really had a chance to, to catch their breath. Um, so those dogs really need to be cooled quickly. So a good a good idea is to put them in a trough to, to cool them down and give them a chance to have a drink as well. And if we're not seeing any improvement following that, we need to be talking to the vet. Um, and the only other thing I had down there with dogs was, uh, I guess, following on from last last summer, was just a reminder around slug bait. Um, if you've got yes. slug bait left over from crops, uh, make sure that slug bait is stored away somewhere safe and out of reach of dogs. All bait too, absolutely. As far as staff on call over the holiday season, Andrew, what's the situation? Yes, so absolutely, we'll, there'll always be someone available. Um, we've got someone on call all the way through. We sort of take turns in doing that. My my stretch is in, the, is in the new year, the first and the second. But, yeah, we just want to take the time to, to thank everyone, I guess, um, for their support over the last 12 months in 2023 and wish everyone a Merry Christmas and, and hopefully everyone gets a chance for a break and, and has a safe and enjoyable festival, festive period. 
Good on you, Andrew. Enjoyed these chats over 2023. Let's do it all again in 2024. Have a great Christmas. Sounds good. Cheers, Andy. Andrew Cochran out of NS Vets. Friday afternoon on the muster. Jason Pine out of Newstalk ZB. Let's talk a bit of sport.